Hi everybody. Welcome, 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 George Monty Show. We are talking episode six of OG 90 Day Fiance. Hope you guys finished the show. I streamed it so I could finish it a little early. So I hope you guys have finished so we can talk about it. First person in. Hello, Portuguese princess. Hello, 33 Shay. Hi, Emore. Hi. Am I saying that right? Emore? That's beautiful. Hi, everybody. Welcome. So. This episode of 90 Fiance, um, episode three of, hey, hey, oh, you're watching it now. Oh, so, yeah, I know if people are not streaming, it's literally ending, like, right now. So, I know a little bit early for everybody else, but hey, Shay, um, hey, Kara. so this episode is episode number six. I don't know where Didi at. 23 minutes. Left. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're in the home stretch. Home stretch. Um, this was a good episode, though. Like it was. It really was a good episode. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was just texting Didi, and now she's not here. So I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> Literally just texting her. So I have no clue where she's at. Oh, there she is. Oh, I'm assuming she didn't get a notification because. Um, Instagram doesn't like Dee Dee for some reason. Yeah, blocks. <laughs> She's like, I bet Instagram's like, I bet she wants to be on here, but I'm gonna block it. Yeah, everybody else but Dee Dee gets a notification. Yeah. Hey. Hey guys. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good. How are you? How are you? We were so looking good. for you. Yeah, I ran to like, the kitchen real quick, and I was like, yeah, as soon as I get up, he's gonna send a notification. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know how it goes. It, it, the second you try to do anything else, there I am. There I am <laughs> disrupting your, your plans. So episode five of, nope, I, I lied, episode six of season 10. So I want to start with Sophie and Rob because I want to get your input on this because, you know, this is new age cheating. You know, back in the day, people physically cheated on each other. Now, there's all these different variations of cheating, right? So Rob has virtually cheated on Sophie multiple times, right? Like he continuously talks to other girls, sends illicit stuff, gets illicit stuff sent to him. For everybody who's wondering, they're like not suitable for work videos of people. This is what we're discussing, where a girl is sending this information, information, these videos to him. And he was in a relationship with Sophie. So it happened 14 weeks ago, right? Before she arrived. So this was while they were dating. They've been together for years. This was while they were together and during the visa process. So they were literally working towards bringing her over here while he was receiving this. And Rob described it as, oh, well, this is just free porn from a girl that I don't care about. And I think what really irritates me with Rob is his lack of responsibility in anything. Every time she calls him out on something that he does, he's like, well, this was months ago, or I don't even care about this. And we already had this discussion. There's no responsibility and I did it, it was wrong, I shouldn't have done it. That conversation never happens. It's always, even when he told the producers, he's like, the funny thing about it is this was like months ago. And I'm like, and? Yeah. There's a there's a statue of limitations on you being a dick to her? Yeah. What is that, right? Like, so since she didn't catch it right around the time you were doing it, it's totally fine. So I wanted to get where you guys felt about this um, 
virtual cheating, right? Like, how do you guys feel about him cheating on her virtually? It's still bad, right? Yeah, I'm so pissed off about it because for many reasons, but when he says it's just free porn from someone I don't care about, well, there's the whole ass internet. You don't need it sent to you in a, a private message. So yes. that, that says something very different than what you're saying. Well, I whether it's, whether it's um, if it's online through tags, um, social media, whatever. I mean, cheating is cheating. There's yeah. there's no way to sugarcoat it. Cheating is cheating. Yeah. Well, it seems in his mind, virtual cheating isn't bad because every time she calls him out for anything that happened virtually, he's like, you know, you should get over it. It's not that serious. You know, he. I think in his mind, physical cheating is yeah. cheating. And yeah. I think in this day and age, there's so many different variations. There's emotional cheating, virtual cheating. There's like different, and physical is just one class of itself. There's like emotional where you're, you're telling other people personal information and you're opening up to a person. That's cheating too now. Yeah. Like there's so many different variations. Like, you know, back in the day, a, a husband and wife got divorced because the husband was sleeping with someone else. Right. That is not the only way that you can get a marriage ended now, right? Like you can emotionally cheat. Oh yeah, somebody said it virtually, emotionally, physically. Yeah, there's all these different ways that you can betray your partner. And I feel like Rob is a serial um, virtual cheater. Like yeah. I think as long as he has social media and as long as he can talk to other girls, he's gonna do it. He's just one of those people who needs that outside, um, that that verification that he still has it you know that other girls are still interested and there's people like that there's guys who are married completely happy but they just like to go to bars and like that a bartender or a woman notices them yeah it just it's that um it's that um what's the word i'm looking for Val not validation. validation thank you validation they need that validation but his problem is he takes it too far yeah. you can have a girl in your dms and say hey you're really cute like Oh, thanks. I'm in a relationship, but I really appreciate the compliment. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Portuguese princess Jovi is is very very similar yeah. to Rob. Other than Jovi has a good job, Rob has no job. But other than that, very very similar. They need that outside um, validation from someone other than the person that they're with. The person that they're with will be beautiful. Their their um, opinion means nothing. For some reason, Yara saying, "You know, you're everything that I need. I love you. You're beautiful." He don't care. But if a stripper says that he's good looking, that's exactly what he needs to hear. Yeah. And I feel like Rob is kind of in that same state. It's like he needs that outside validation to know that he's not off the market if he doesn't want to be. Right. Like he looks at it like, well, yeah, I'm going to get married. But if I wasn't, there's other people who were interested. And it's like having a plan B is good for lots of different things. But when you're playing with other people's emotions, a plan B can make a person feel really, really low. Because you say you're in a good relationship, things are fine, you love the person, but then you're like, well, just in case it doesn't work out, I'm going to have like a couple of other people on the line that might want to be with me just in case. That can make somebody feel really freaking low because you're making it seem like you want to be with that person, you want to build a life with that person, but you're also building other things with other people. Even if it's just an emotional or virtual um, spiritual connection, that connection is still inappropriate. You should, first of all, you should build all of those connections with the person you're with. And if you can't do that, you shouldn't be together. 
You yep. shouldn't have a best friend that you have to talk to about your problems because you can't talk to the person you're with. Yep. The person you're with should be number one contact for yep. your relationship. And we saw a lot of this um, on the episode tonight. Everyone's talking to their friends or talking to other people about their relationship. Gotta talk to each other or it's never gonna work. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> In short. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Pretty much. In short. I mean. I was yeah. long-winded with it, but I think if he had a, I think if he had a chance to cheat on Sophie in person, like physically yeah. cheat, he I would. Mm -hmm. Really? So you think that yeah. this isn't just a validation thing? No. You think if there was a woman offering it up, he would do it? Yeah. He's done. Yeah, he gives me pervert vibes. Really? Like he's a stalker. Really? He's yeah. Done it without a doubt. He's done. So you think he's cheated physically on Sophie? Right. Probably. I mean, if he's if he's cheating um, through social media, text or whatever, then more than likely, yeah. If someone is giving him the chance, I think you're right because, like, um, I think Cara, you said porn is one thing. There's no out, no actual connection between you and the people on your screen or your mm -hmm. phone. But these yep. people are texting him, so yep. there's a direct communication line, and I think that's where it gets questionable because it's like. Everybody watches, I don't want to say everybody, but most people will look at pornography, okay? And I don't consider that cheating, looking at something of people you don't know, who you have no way to contact, you don't know where they live, you don't even know their name, okay? Like, you don't know anything about this, this is just visual, whatever you want to call it. But when he has her phone number, this girl is texting him, she has his phone number, vice versa, that's different. Because when you're watching pornography, you can't contact those people, even if you wanted to. There's absolutely no, I mean, maybe through social media, they might not answer, right? This well, whenever you're masturbating, you know what I'm saying? And you send videos of you masturbating to a girl, I mean, that's cheating. Yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely. You know, there's no, I don't care what, what, how you doing it. There's no way to sugarcoat it. I think you're cheating. When she said he's texting dirty, nasty skinks to get his sausage to explode. That oh, her mom, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mom, I want more of Sophie's mom on the yep. show. She is so good. I was like, you took everything that I was thinking and perfectly verbalized it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, he's basically taking visualization and ugh, ugh, it's just nasty to me it's so nasty and it's like there's nothing wrong with self-pleasure or whatever you want to call it but when you're in a relationship and you're doing it with people that you can call on the phone not like and again like you said carl sending pictures and videos of it do it by yourself with nobody else no other living person Right? Yep. No other living person should be in, in on this. Just you okay. and your computer screen or your phone, whatever. When you're involving yep. other people, that's where it gets weird and grimy. Yep. That's the I issue. Like if he was doing it completely alone because they were in a long distance relationship, he's alone, he's not talking to anyone, he's in his room with the door closed. That's one thing. But when you're involving other people that you could call at other times of the day, that you could actually meet up with. Like, we don't know who, who's to say this girl doesn't actually live in LA. He never specified yeah. Yeah. how he got this girl's number. We don't know that. He could have met her at a club and got her number and now they're they're exchanging video. We don't know. Like you said, he could have already done something physical yeah. already. So what my next question was, why did Sophie get an Airbnb and go to the Airbnb and just not go home? Because if this happened, what's the point right like you're she can't marry him at this point yeah. right the green card <clears throat> so you you 
think she's gonna still marry him to get the green card even after yeah. all this? What? I mean, I think I'm, you, Car I, I'm on the fence about it. I don't, I don't think she's gonna marry him. I, I think they are. I think they are gonna get married, just like someone else on the show. I think they're gonna get married just because they want the green card. They've been through a lot of stuff with it, with them, so they're thinking that they deserve it. Yeah, but I also think that she comes from a good enough financial backing. She'll find a different way. She's smart. She's educated. She's going to find a way to get over here either on a work visa or a school visa or something where she can still be here but not be with him and then land a different American so she can stay. Possibly, but I still think they're going to get married. Well, TJ, <laughs> TJ says, or she'll just marry a girl. That, you know what? I'm going to say this, not to be man bashing, but I feel like that would be so such a less stressful relationship yeah. for her. Women right. are pretty straightforward when it comes to relationships, and men are, men are deceitful, and they're grimy, and they do things behind your back. I feel like being in a relationship with a woman, I feel like they could be more yeah. open with each other and if they want to cheat cheat together you know like i always said that because i was like guys if you want to be with another woman talk to your wife about it or your girlfriend she might want to do it too yeah don't be grimy and ruin your relationship or ruin your marriage or ruin your family you never know because like rob is out here doing this rob doesn't even realize he has a bisexual female um bisexual fiance right who might be interested in doing this stuff with him but instead of having that communication with each other now he's ruining the whole situation because he can't control himself yeah that's very true. Oh, wait. wait. Someone said, she said smart. Wait, so wait, do you guys, so some, some people think Sophie's not smart. I think that Sophie is um, sophisticated. Like, and I, I do feel like Sophie has um, orchestrated actions. Like, I feel like she didn't accidentally meet Rob and accidentally end up in LA because, did you notice how decent the Airbnb was that she yeah. ended up in? when she was ready to go like this is very orchestrated okay like she came over here she found the brokest man in california and it, it's not by choice it's not on purpose it's not not on purpose it's just it's kind of like when you're on an island but you want to be on the whole country so it, it, he's the vessel the boat that's getting her from the island to dry land so i think that the way that she's moving and how this is all working, it's all um, orchestrated. Oh, wait, someone said sophisticated, the hair and wig. <laughs> Judy, so in, Judy, in that's her, not nice. She she did say defense. on she did say on her story she's not gonna wear wigs anymore because the internet has destroyed her forever yes. for the wigs. She she did use very cheap wigs but on the show. Also said, yeah, Dollar General wigs. <laughs> but she also said in her defense, she also said, that someone did her hair and completely fried it off like fried, oh. and she had to get a wig and she regrets wearing it she regrets everything about being in the show with that hair and that she will never do it again and it's been two years since it's been filmed and she was showing her real hair her real hair is very very pretty now good for her i'm glad yeah. because well, if, if i mean I... it's okay if you wear wigs but at least Wear something that ain't from Dollar General. You come from a wealthy family. The least you can do is buy your wigs from a hair shop. Yeah. Yeah. I know people personally that wear wigs, and I didn't know they wore wigs until, like, I went to their house or we were out or something, and they took it off. 
And I was like, whoa, I didn't my know mom, it was that good. When my mom had cancer, she had several wigs and nobody ever knew they were wigs. See, that's how it has to be done. You have to yep. get what matches your head, your shape. And I, I think a lot of people just throw one on. Yeah. Because that's kind of what it looked like she did in her interview. She just threw it on. Was yeah. it crooked? And, you know, but there was a lot of people who did that. I think Memphis back a few seasons ago, she had a really bad wig yeah. on. And I remember making fun of her for that. And yeah. she came at me. She came from me, guys. She did come <laughs> from me. But I was like, look, you're a doctor, ma'am. Yeah. You should have had a wig on. Right, you like, should have had a, you're a doctor. You're a doctor, and you going to Dollar General too? Come right, on, right? Like you should. I'm. I'm not gonna like apologize because your wig was bad and it was crooked. You know, I'm not gonna apologize for that. You're on TV. Yeah, do better. Sally. Yeah, wig looks better. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley and Manuel decided to go to therapy. I can't. And I actually, I think therapy is amazing. It's, I go to therapy, oh, I, I was raised, I told y'all a million times before I was raised in a religious cult, I needed therapy to make it out alive. So I think when you have issues, singular, plural, relationship, whatever, therapy is a good place to hear how you sound out loud from someone else. So you might be able to get to the bottom of those issues. But watching them go through therapy, it makes me more convinced they have absolutely no business anywhere near each other. Right? Like, I feel like this relationship, it's not even a relationship. This dude is grimy and shady. And he said he enjoys being a dick to her. And you kind of can tell he does enjoy it. Every time they get into a fight, he just looks at her and laughs. And then they have sex and everything is good. And I'm like, well, that's great. Up until the fact you realize that sex is not the base of a relationship. If you can't get along, it's never going to work. Sex yeah. is not the fix. Go to therapy. That's the first thing they'll tell you. Sex isn't the fix. They're like, oh, well, when you get mad, then you can make up. That's great. But if you're always going to be constantly fighting all the time, sex isn't going to always make up for how unhappy you are. And I feel like she's never going to be happy. All the red flags, I feel like, are smacking her across the face, literally knocking her out, knocking her unconscious. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't care. She's just like, I really want to make this work. And I'm like, what do you want to make work? Like, yeah. what, she's, what a, is she's a witch. Well, the witch thing, I wanted to talk about that because when you're a witch, can't you make someone fall in love with you? I mean, why doesn't, yeah, why doesn't she you're just make him fall in love with her? You're not supposed to because it's called free will. You're not supposed to, but yes, you can. And not, if you are a witch, you can also tell, if you are a legit witch, you can also tell how your future is going to end. Yeah, that's true. Because you actually know when you're going to die, too, right? Like, you know all everything. You know everything. I'm all for therapy. I'm all for them being in therapy. I think therapy is phenomenal. I just think they're the wrong couple together to be in yeah. any situation, let alone therapy. This poor yeah. therapy probably quit. As yeah, I actually soon as, as soon as Ashley walked in and said, Lake Trolley, I'm out. Well, <laughs> like, I can't. The way that he reacted to meeting her friends and he was just like, you know, when she's yelling at me and it, he, he didn't, I felt like he didn't want to impress them. Yeah. And I feel like when you really love someone, you want to welcome their circle of friends because you want to be a part of their life. Not because you think that their friends are great. Their friends might suck. Yeah. But it's you love them and you want to implement yourself into their life because you want that side of them to be a part of your life. And I felt like he went in there very close-minded. 
because he's yeah. like, I knew they were going to attack me. I expected it. And he just sat there kind of like in the corner, closed off with his back kind of turned towards everybody. Like he didn't care how the situation went. Yeah. And I felt like that just shows how he doesn't care about making this relationship work. He wants to get married. And he, oh, and in therapy, he's like, I want to have my private life. I want my privacy. That life is the life he's planning after his green card. Yeah. Right? Like, what do you want to keep it? You don't know. So, okay, so you're from another country. You don't know, no, supposedly, you don't know nobody here. What's so private about the life? If I was moving to another country, I would be very close with the person that I'm with because they know everything and I know nothing. Yeah. Right. So I would want them to help me learn about this new place and the new language and the new culture and the new way of life. He acts like Ashley's the enemy. Yeah. That's what I, I feel like. I feel like he acts like Ashley is the enemy. And the less she knows about what he has going on, the better. That's very strange to me. Like you need her and like literally, not just literally, like you need her for the green card. You literally need her as well because not every single thing in the U.S. is bilingual. Sometimes you go somewhere and there won't be someone who can translate for you. It, so like, it's funny though. He, going there, he's like, "I don't want therapy. I don't need to talk in therapy. I'm not saying anything." And then when they got in there, he was like, "I think it's because she spoke his yes. language." Yes, I thought that up. too. Yeah, he started opening up and saying things that, you know, I I didn't expect it to come out of his mouth, but it did. Yeah, I feel like you're right. I felt like her speaking Spanish and being bilingual made him very comfortable. Yeah. And I felt like he felt closer to her, almost like more closer than he did to Ashley, okay. because they had that in common, that, that language. Even though Ashley kind of speaks Spanish, he still had a more of a close bond, it seemed like, with the stranger therapist, yeah. because they had more culture um, similarities. And I don't know, this whole thing... It's crazy. And do you notice that they never actually revisited his children's situation? Yeah. I need to hear a little bit more about his teenage kids and where they stand with him moving to America and getting married. Are they coming to America? Like, I have all types of questions, and I feel like they're, they brought up the elephant and then never talked about yeah. it again. That's an interesting thing to not talk about because just because they're teenagers doesn't mean that they're not children minors are they coming over with him are they staying where they are are they okay with him marrying her and leaving the country do they know because his mom didn't know right. like i have all these questions more, more than likely more than likely his children won't come over here and more than likely his children probably don't even know and the sad part about it is they probably wouldn't even care and i bet they they think their stepmom's a witch. <laughs> so well, we all know she's not a witch. <laughs> well, no, because if she was a witch, she would just put something in his food and he would fall in love with her and be more respectful. Yep. Isn't that what they do? Like they literally put something in your food and no, oh, no, that's that not, not how that works. works? That's not no, that's not how it works. Well, when I grew up in Louisiana, <laughs> the women that did voodoo they would put something i don't want to say what it was but it was like from the monthly in in the person's food and then that person will fall in love with you i don't know if it's like legit but like where i grew up in louisiana voodoo was like a big deal so like that was the thing they were like if you want the person to fall in love with you the woman would put something mix it into their food or whatever and i was like so if you really want them to respect you and to love you you're a witch you can make that happen you know like it's all on you. Like you, I don't know if it's a spell because I know voodoo and, and witchcraft are not the same thing. 
Like they're different. No, they're very different. Yeah, they're yeah. different forms. So I don't know what she practices other than like. I don't know, but I, I would love to have a voodoo doll of a few people. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Like I since I was raised really religious, we couldn't participate, but I I really wanted voodoo dolls of people, like especially people that bullied me all the time. Yeah. Like I really want I was like, that seems so awesome to be able to just that's a whole nother that's a whole nother story though. Let's not get yeah. into my evil ways of wanting to use voodoo on people. Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that tonight. I would but buy extra pins and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Lots of pens, and yeah, let's leave it at that. Let's not even go any more deeper into that. Yeah. But basically, I want to know what's going to happen between them because it kind of looked like he had only been there for like a few couple weeks, and nothing was going right. Everything seemed to Wasn't be an issue. Eighty something days to wed. So oh, so it was like less than yeah. ten days. Yeah, I thought it said eighty-three. Yeah, so it's been a week, and they've been fighting every single yeah. day. They don't see eye to eye. He doesn't want to meet her. He didn't really want to meet her friends. He only wants to talk to his family when Ashley's not around. Like everything yeah. is just really fishy for me. Yeah. It's giving me Louise vibes. Louise was moving like that. Yeah. Like Louise was like, whenever Molly was at work, that's when it was, you know, he had time to FaceTime people. That's when he had time to do things. And then when Molly was around, you know, he didn't want to talk about what he did all day. Like it's the same type of vibes. And I'm just like, Ashley sees this, she won't send his ass back home. Because I was like, what I'm looking at right now, send them back. Yep. You have your receipt, send them back, get your refund. You know, like, this is not working out the way you said. It's defective. The whole relationship at this point is defective. Start over, try with somebody new. You know what I'm saying? Like, try with somebody right. different. This, this guy, and her friends made a really good point. She's been complaining about the same issues with this man for almost a decade. Yeah. And then when he finally gets here he's the same exact person he was from the first time they heard about him and i yeah. think that that's very eye-opening he's never gonna change yeah. this is manuel this is who he is take it or leave it and the fact that she brought him all the way over here thinking she could fix him that's yeah. what's cra crazy because it's like you can't fix somebody if somebody's been doing the exact same thing just kind of like with rob and sophie somebody's been doing the exact same thing over and over since you've known them that's probably who they are yeah and i mean you they didn't, even talk to get, they didn't even talk to each other for like what the two days before he got there she didn't even yeah. know if he was on the plane if she if he was nothing no he didn't know she didn't no, say anything no communication whatsoever yeah and now that but if he was a witch she was well yeah she's a witch and now that even he's here there's still no she still would have known yep <laughs> she should have known what was going on from the beginning, but she's not a good witch. No. You know, I, and I remember my mom told me this when I was younger. She was like, you don't know, cause like say you go to the doctor and there's a, a picture on the wall with their degree and why they're a doctor, how they got it, what school they went to. She's like, it doesn't tell you their grade point average. That's very So she was very like, so she was like, cause I was like, oh, let's go to the doctor, doctors know. She's like, stop putting your faith in everybody. She was like, she calls herself a witch, right? We don't know what level, just like when you go to the right. doctor's office, there's a degree on the wall, they graduated, they passed C average, D average, B average, A average. We don't know. Funny, I we just know. thought about that, but holy shit, that is right. So, so, we think because they're a doctor, they know everything, they're above the standard. And I was thinking that with her as a witch, I was like, we're assuming that she's one of the best witches in the world. That's what we don't know what that's what she said. Right, she said that she is like, you know, she's like, one, she's 
into her stuff. Her family is the same way that her mom is, what was that word that they used? I guess she's like a higher, higher witch or something. Okay, well, if that's true, well, then why doesn't anybody in her family know what's going on? Yeah. Just saying. I don't know what the deal is with that, but I think there's different levels. Well, we know there's different levels of witchcraft, and she's on the bottom, right? She's working at... There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Everybody can't start off being a gold, Olympic gold medalist, right. okay? We work our way up. But I think that she's making it seem like she's the highest that she can go and she can do all these things. Just like with doctors. You are the doctor, you don't know if that doctor was like getting drunk, staying out all night in school, or they were practicing yep. medicine and they were serious. You don't know, the degree don't give you any type of grade point average. You just gotta hope you get the one that wasn't up till 3 a.m. drinking every night. You get the one that was asleep by 9 p.m. and up early at their residency. You just hope, you know, you just, yeah. hopefully I'm not getting that partier who wasn't sleeping. So while I'm getting that surgery I need, they're like, oh man, that was a that was a crazy night. Where do I do this again? Like, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, that's very, very true. So, oh, so let's talk about um Devin and Nick. So Devin met Nick's family. Um, and it was kind of overwhelming for her because she met literally his entire family all in the same night, which was interesting because she had been there before. Yeah. So why don't you meet people? while you're there like i don't know people are weird to me like if the situation even if it's not like super serious you could still like meet her his sister and his parents and just casually meet like it's interesting how people keep things a secret yeah. and i get it like I, I come from a really crazy weird family that do weird strange things so i do try to keep them separate from my life as much as possible but i can't pretend like i didn't come from a family like i'm not an alien i can't just hide the fact that i have a family i can't just pretend like I'm an alien and not introduce people to my family. I have to at some point. Right. But she's been there before, never met. And it was a, a high pressure situation because I looked at it as she and Nick made the decision to move to Arkansas and be together. But from a mom standpoint, the mom looked at it as, oh, I'm going to meet the girl who's taking my son from me. So I felt like it was really high pressure for her because she didn't just want them to like her. She wanted them to want to give Nick to her. I know that sounds weird. He's not property, but she wanted them to be okay with him leaving and going with her. And that's a that's a big ask because we know pretty famously on 90 Day Fiance, not a lot of moms like the idea of a woman coming into their son's life. Like we learned that with Colt and yeah. his mom. Like they're just they're pretty much against it, right? Like they don't like the idea of another woman coming in and taking their son. So she was under a lot of pressure, and she actually started crying. And I actually felt bad for her. at first. I was like, well, you shouldn't cry because you didn't do anything wrong. He proposed to you. Yeah. And wait, um, George, you, George's voice sounding right. Wait, is there something wrong with my sound? No, you sound normal. No. Oh, Judy, it might, be, it might be your phone or your connection. I think it's, everybody sounds normal to me too. Yeah. But yeah, I think that her crying actually showed his parents that she did care. And they actually saw it as, well, I'm going to trust that she cares about him because it shows, it takes a lot of emotion for you to have a breakdown in front of strangers, right? Yeah. Like to show that you really want this to go well to the point where she had a breakdown. I did feel bad for her though, because it has to be awkward and difficult to meet strangers and then want those people to like you so bad because I'm the type of person where take me or leave me. You know, like if I'm meeting new people, I feel like Car, you're the same way. Like yeah. you're either gonna like me or you're gonna wish you never met me and either way, yeah. I'm totally fine. I'm still gonna have a good night.
Yeah. You know, like that's kind of how I am. So I, I am, I know that it has to be really um, nerve wracking to go into a situation where these people need to like me. Yeah. Because I'm not the most likable person, right? Like I'm not the most likable person in the world. So I did feel bad for Devin in that situation, and they did give the blessing. But again, is Devin going to actually bring him back to Arkansas? I don't know. Like I feel like their relationship. I haven't seen the strength of it. Like I see that they get along and they talk and they seem fine, but I don't know. Do y'all see a strong connection between the two of them? I mean, no, there's something, there's something going on. I don't know. They're they're boring to me. Like I don't. There's no. There's nothing drawing drawing me to watch them. They don't have. I don't know. I guess because maybe they're cool, calm, collected, and we're used to the the drama. We're used to the like what TLC gives us but they're like "Hmm, just "Hmm, whatever well normally when we yeah like you said when we see uh, someone meet families we see a lot of drama and you know what let's talk about um Jasmine and Gino because Jasmine finally met I just want to say as far as there not being any drama that's so right this went from zero to one real fast like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they sat Whoa. down she cried a little bit they sat down she was nervous she cried a little bit and the mom says okay have a good time in america love you wish you the best bye yeah. and that was pretty yeah. much that and they yeah didn't, they, like, they didn't even turn around and wait right, you're right there was... like that doesn't happen over dinner so i'm like okay well that's done well, yeah Oh, yeah, yeah it's this... like that was the why I mean are they like feelings or something because to me I'm looking at it as why are they even on the show right I agree I agree if you're not gonna bring us no drama don't bring us nothing yeah. at all like we're exactly. we're on 10, 10 years of dedication here we want to see some people go at it right like this is what we, yeah we're here every week to see people go at we it. need the we popcorn want... we need yeah the... if you want to bring us people that love each other and get along we're pissed off that is yeah. not what we signed up for Give me no i mean the only thing that um like there, this person saying the only thing that any action we seen was just his mom saying you got lipstick on your teeth and he was wiping it off for that's yeah. it like yeah. um we don't need popcorn for that. Nope. <laughs> we wanted to hear, yeah, we wanted to hear, you ain't good enough for my son, go back to where you came from. That's what we wanted to hear. So yeah, we we're not wanting to oh. hit our TV with this couple, uh, with this couple. so next. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, so Jasmine met Gino's family in person. They didn't specify if the girl who texted her not to get married on a certain date was there, because I was waiting for her to confront her Me. about that. They didn't specify. But Dana was there. Dana was pretty open, um, openly rude. I mean, in, in Jasmine's opinion, to him, to her about whether or not he actually, she actually loved Gino. So they met with Jasmine. It actually, they were on their best behavior for the most part. Like I felt like people weren't necessarily attacking her like she expected. They did ask some questions like, well, what are you gonna do to be a productive um, contributor to the family in a productive American citizen or whatever. I didn't feel like that was disrespectful. That's a normal question. Yeah, because if you okay, so say you have a child and they bring a girl or vice versa boy home and you meet them and you're like, oh, well, what do you do? Um, when y'all get married, what are you going to do to support each other? Blah, blah, blah. That's a normal question. But in Jasmine's opinion, 
she was like, they just don't like me. Yeah. They don't, they think I'm after Gino's money. And then Gino turns around and tells his family what she did with um, the $4,000. And I've, I've preached this for as long as I can remember. Family doesn't forget the negative things that you say to them about the person that you're with. You might forget, you might forgive and forget and stay and stay in that relationship. Because I'll tell you the truth, my sister and other people in my family, they've gotten married. They've told us about things that happened in their relationships and then they want to forgive the person. Then they want to come sit at our table at Thanksgiving and act like we're not going to be like side-eyeing that person. Like, cause right. I remember. So that situation, I felt like Gino needs to, if he wants his family to ever accept her as his, his wife, stop going to them and telling them all the negative stuff. And right. I, if you want to talk to somebody, talk to a therapist. But it Don't was told him because he was very upset by that, rightfully so. Oh, yeah. And so when that's brought up, J Jasmine's going to have to see that she was wrong. I mean, she was just wrong all the way around. Usually is, but very wrong. So I hope his family throws that in her face. So a lot, a lot of people in the comments, like Judy and Portuguese Princess says that, it's a good question to ask, but as an immigrant, it they felt like the timing was off to ask them what they were gonna do to contribute when they can't work. Yeah. But I like to say, you should always be working towards something because Jasmine can't work. Jasmine can go to school. But Jasmine can get- answer was good. Yeah, exactly. Like she can get job training. There is um so much that you can do outside of getting a job that's preparing you for work. Yeah. So I, I feel like she handled the question really well. And I feel like they're never gonna fully accept her because they, did you notice that Gino's family was like, Gino's not the best looking guy. He's yeah. not the richest guy. And I was like, guys, chill. What, what, Gino's a good guy. Hear from your family. Right? Like you should be the one holding him to a higher standard than, yeah. the, than the stranger, right? Like he's like, well, I wanna know what she wants with him, but he's not the best looking guy. He's not the richest guy. He's not the smartest guy. I'm yeah. like. Who's the freaking enemy here? Yeah. Jasmine or you, right? Like, I feel like you're being ruder than her about him. Yep, I feel the same. It was just an interesting turn of events because I felt like they were going to be there to defend him and be on his side. And I felt like they were there more so trying to figure out why she wants to be with him. And I was like, that's kind of rude. I mean, yeah. we've all questioned it too, but you're his family. You should be fully on oh, his side. Yeah, I don't know why she's with him for that green card and to bring her family over here because we've done hard it like a gazillion times yeah she brought up again tonight how much she sacrificed to be here and y'all know how i feel about people who who leave their country to come to another country to be in a relationship and then keep throwing in their face yeah. i gave up my life i gave up my life i give up and i was like it's not a competition i always say it's over and over and it's like please stop making you're compromising or sacrificing a competition because if you're doing it to get the upper hand in the relationship, that's for the wrong reason. Yeah. Because Gino has also sacrificed, oh, I don't know, maybe by paying $3,000 a month for an apartment he doesn't live in, or maybe paying $4,000 a month or $4,000 for butt implants he didn't want. Like everybody in this situation is compromising. Don't try to make it. $3,000 for hair extensions. Right, <laughs> exactly. Like she's making it seem like, oh, I'm the only one who gave anything up. Gino gave up like a hundred grand yeah. minimally, right? Like, so let's not be talking about who gave up what because Gino's been writing the checks for everything. So it's like yeah. everybody 
is is making changes in their life to make this work but it, it you can't keep score and yeah. i think that is where relationships fall apart because if you're keeping score it means that you don't fully love that person because you look at it as you you're the winner they're the loser and that that yep. can't work in the relationship you both have to be on a team and the team has to win every time and yep. if you're not winning every time together you're losing every time together and you're not in a relationship so yeah. every time i hear them say well look at the life that i left and i gave up good weather and i gave up my kids and i got i was like but you he didn't force you no yep. one is forcing you to do that y'all made a mutual decision to do this and he decided to stay put where he was you decided to leave that was a decision and we you know we saw with kenny and armando too where one person felt like they had the upper hand because they they gave up more and it's like no nah, this is not a competition it's not a race you know this is not a one person gets a gold medal one person gets the silver everybody is in on the same what do you call it wavelength everybody's at the same and it's like until people see that i feel like these long distance relationships where one person leaves their country and another person stays they're never going to fully feel equal to each other because one person is always going to feel in debt to the other person right but oh, every and, single couple does it every they do. single one they do and i yeah. can't understand why anybody thinks that that's healthy to no. always throw in someone's face because you know sometimes throwing things in people's face is good like when when Sophie throws in Rob's face, when she's like, remember when you cheated on me? He's like, when are you going to get over it? I'm like, no, that's, that's a good thing to bring up because, because she caught you doing it again. It's always, sometimes it's good to throw things in people's faces and sometimes it's not. It just depends on what the situation but, is. Somebody's cheating on you. Know, it's the best when, okay, so as I said before, I think I said it last episode, that I think the lipstick was planted. You were like, okay. what a it, blah, blah, blah. So there's the two the sister and the sister-in-law i and they're questioning her and they're unsure of her i think one of them did but also how is it what it was so freaking convenient oops i dropped my phone let me get it what is this yeah. i mean that was so that was so blatant like right there yeah. but the fight her screaming and throwing a fit and crying like she did Man, I'd have opened her door and pushed her right on out. Like, let her hit, hit the road and just bounce. See if that I still say Jasmine did it. You think Jasmine did it? Oh, yeah. I wanted to say this. I tweeted this out earlier, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. I was like, as much as you're not going to like this, I feel like Jasmine's reaction was normal. Okay, so say you're in a car with someone you've been in a relationship with for three years and y'all are driving and you find lip gloss in his car and you were recently living out of state and then you now live in state with him. Wouldn't you want to know where the hell that lip gloss came from? Because y'all have been in a relationship. He's been a hypocrite. Well, why does it matter? She, she was living in an apartment complex with her ex well yeah she had lunch with him multiple times we already know that they that they were sleeping together mm -hmm. so what does it matter plus he paid for her ass yes <laughs> that Gino still don't even know about but go back to the beginning of Gino and Jasmine you have to take me in on FaceTime to pick up your fast food and then I can lose my mind 
over you speaking to the girl at the register. Right. Why would he tell you, yes, us coworkers go out for lunch? That's a believable story. If he went to lunch, true. and it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a true story. They carpooled. If I got in into my spouse's rig and I found lip gloss, I would be like, okay, where the hell did this come from? Because you didn't leave yesterday. And he says, oh, it's from last week when we all carpooled. Oh, okay. That totally makes sense. And that, I mean, that. I wouldn't be beating my head into the window. <laughs> yeah. Would I be curious? Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't. Yeah. Be, okay. I gotta go. But she knew exactly where to, but she knew where to drop the phone and it, she knew exactly where the lip gloss was. That's what I'm saying. I think she planted it. But see, my situation would be so different if I picked it up and I'm like, where did this come from? He'd be like, uh, that's yours. Oh, I forgot I bought it. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, so, okay. I mean, it wouldn't be uncommon for something like that to fall out of my purse or fall out of my pocket or anything like that. So it, it was probably hers. It probably fell out of her shit. She probably planted it. She probably, I have so many feelings on this, like pack her ass up and send her back to Panama. Well, so we don't have to hear. She, she keeps saying she wants to go home, but you know, she's bluffing. She doesn't really want to go home. She keeps every time since she's gotten there, she said, I want to go back to Panama more than once. But you know she's bluffing. She don't want to go back to Panama because she had, if she wanted to stay in Panama, that's exactly where Jasmine would be. Jasmine is only said, right. Drop me off, and he said, "I'm dropping you off." So, and then because I'm getting you an Uber. Okay, bye. So, do you feel like like Gino's reaction, like saying that he wanted to get her out of the car and send her in an Uber, is that is that a normal reaction? Do you think that that's a that's a good way to handle yeah. that? Yeah. I was in a car and someone was screaming at me <laughs> like that. They'd be lucky if they made it to get a freaking Uber. I would have slammed on brakes. First of all, I would have slammed on brakes and pushed the little pushed the, the little punk asses out the car. Yep. First of all, you ain't gonna raise your voice at me in my car. Absolutely. I mean, so, so I'll, I'll take it back. Her reaction wasn't normal, but I do feel like any woman in a committed relationship who found lip gloss in their significant other's car that wasn't there, it would want to know where it came from. But I think you're right. Banging your head against the window and crying and hyperventilating is not a normal reaction. But I that do- That wasn't a real cry. It was fake. It and then how's she gonna get mad? She's the one that's cheating. So if my husband had an office job and I found lipstick and I knew that he was going to lunch with coworkers and stuff, and it was a common thing, I'd just be like, whatever. However, my husband's in construction with men. men so right. boss, I'd probably be pretty pissed off till I figured out that it was mine and it fell out of my pocket. <laughs> but Yeah, but you're not cheating, Cara. No. I mean, you, you're you not living like well, next door to your eggs and going out to lunch with your eggs just about every day. Yep. And when Gino's not there, you're letting him bang your head up on uh, up against the the headboard. I mean, come on, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, you would have every right to be mad. I was a dirty, rotten, cheating whore, and I found lip gloss in my husband's truck. I'd be like, touche. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 
they said that when you you're guilty of something your reaction is different from when you're innocent like i've oh. always said the guilty dog bark. yeah so now that you brought that up she reacted that way because you don't like when what you're doing to someone else is being done to you behind your back you don't yep. per, you don't particularly appreciate um someone out out playing your game and winning right you know like people don't ta technically appreciate that and i feel like because the first thing that came to my mind i was like who exactly is chino cheating with because she's like you're a cheater there's a woman in here and i'm like i've seen the inside of his house because we saw it this season what women are like Gino? yeah yeah let's go and get some of that like who who exactly <laughs> and like, not in that right mind anyway right? Yeah. Like, I'm not even trying to be like harsh on Gino. He's a good guy, but like, who? Who are we right. talking about here? There are not women lined up like well, when you're done with Jasmine, you give me a call. No, that is not what is happening right here. Like, I'm, I, I, I think that Gino. But Gino made such a good comment. That lipstick could have been from, okay, first of all, this is not Jasmine's first time in this damn car. They were no. in this car driving to the destination that they just left. Yes. So that's her fault for not finding it before, not strategically dropping her phone before. Okay. I'm going to make everything Jasmine's fault, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. But, oh, my God. I, I, just, I have so much to say about this. Okay. So <laughs> there are not women beating down G, uh, Gino's door. No. We all know that. But when she dropped her phone, Gino literally said, well, now it's gone forever. So <laughs> yeah. that means tons of shit have fallen between these seats. Mm -hmm. That could have been, and he's like, how long have I owned this car? Forever. It could have been the ex-wife's if he's owned it that long and shit that falls yeah. down is gone forever. Yeah, It, it could have been so many other things. But it's just odd that she found it today. Also, she dropped the phone between the seats, right? She reaches between the seat, but then reaches under the seat and pulls out the lip gloss. Why did you reach under the seat? Hmm. It's on your left side. Why are you reaching under the seat? Well, I will say this. When I drop things between the seats in my car, they're gone forever for real. Yep. Because the space between the seat and the center console is like, I don't yep. know, what's the smallest unit of measurement? Like, yeah, like no I, my hand is 75,000 times too big to go in between that. Right. It's like impossible. Yep. So when something goes on, like I've dropped earrings, I've dropped money, I've dropped a credit card that I still to this day never got, like, because I just can't get it. And then by the time I remember, or when I get to where I'm going, I forget it's down there and then it's literally gone to forever. I don't know where it is. So, so by him saying it's gone forever, that should tell her whatever's in there is from a long it's time been ago. Yeah. Was but, she's but, just trying to make excuses because she's she's wanting to get away from Gino so she can go bang Dane. Yep. Well, 100%. well, that's what Portuguese princess says. She said she wanted to go stay in a hotel so she doesn't have to go back to the house because maybe, you know, maybe somebody's visiting from Panama right. and she would need a reason to not sleep at Gino's house while this person is visiting Panama, right? Like she would need a reason to not be home. A good reason would call him an effing cheater and bang your head against the window in his car. That's a pretty yeah. good reason. And then make know, sure your 
phone falls in the parking lot and so, then you walk off and just right there. and you don't have a phone on you so now he can't get a hold of you so he has no idea where you are until you decide to be present again yep that was very interesting too because i was like i've been mad at people i've been mad i've been pissed off i've had um issues but my phone is not staying on the ground in the rain yep my phone did nothing to no one okay my phone is coming with me so when she left the phone i was like it's really peculiar because i was like she's pissed off at gino but that phone is also a way for her to talk to her kids to talk to her mom to talk to her um sister to talk to everyone like what did the phone do the phone is gino is one person you leaving that phone means you have no contact with the outside world that's weird to me yeah like, it's all right dana let her let her use his phone well oh she's probably got another phone that only Dane can call. Yeah, exactly. And then she, and with that phone being not there, when she's not at home, when Gino gets home, he has absolutely no way of trying to figure out where she's at until she's ready to be found. Yep. Because when you don't, but, you know, phones you can- to, You have to admit that going and storming off in your heels, in the rain, in the muddy grass, behind a brick building, in the rain, with your big ass and your big lips, and everything that's going to keep you afloat is a super good hiding spot. <laughs> True. Just stand there and cry. He'll never find me here. I mean, yeah. I, I I'm think so, that... I'm so done with Jasmine and Gina. Yeah. So done. Uh -huh. So, do you guys think that they're still together? Yeah. I yeah. saw her post a picture, like, yesterday. I don't know. They were... And she was standing like next to like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar Mercedes, and she was out at some really expensive place. And I was like, Gina wouldn't have paid for any of that. So I was like, What are the odds? And she was also in New York City, and I don't think Gina was. I don't know. I, the, it crossed my mind. I was like, What if they're not actually together? Yeah, they're together. You think they are? She's not leaving that money. Uh, I don't mean. I, I I don't know. I don't. I haven't really got on their page here. Um, lately, because I'm really over them. Yeah, me too. But Gino is not the only rich dude in this country. And yeah. Jasmine, attitude and all, is beautiful. And there are men who will put up with a lot to have a really beautiful woman on their arm. I so, <laughs> so, I don't know. It crossed my mind because she was called. You men would tolerate that shit, to be know. honest. Well, some men are weird. They like um, a feisty, um, loud mouth, um, kind of dominating woman. Some men, some men like that. She's they like. Not, she's not a feisty, loud mouth, dominating woman. She is a loud mouth, <laughs> temper tantrum throwing, crybaby. There's, there's nothing dominating about her. That's true. she's, she literally just just attacks him and makes him just just look stupid like i don't even have to write words but once he starts standing up for himself then she just throws a bigger temper tantrum yeah there's, there's yeah dominating about gino him. never stood up for herself before but it's like um since last season and this season is is we're seeing him stand up for himself and i'm glad he is yeah she hates the only way she can speak during a fight is to get louder. She can't, mm -hmm. like, she doesn't do anything. There's no action behind her words. It's just louder and louder and louder. 
more tears, more slobber, louder, 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 more tears, more slobber. It's, that's all she is. There's no man's going to be like, oh yes, come throw a temper tantrum. I love that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Just kind of like crying until you get your way. Kind of like a a kid in the grocery store on the candy aisle. Isn't that the exact same thing? Mom says, no, you're not getting that. So they lay on the floor and start crying and screaming until they, it's kind of the exact same. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Not a lot of men are attracted to that. You gotta, I mean, well, what you have to about the, what about the, whenever they brought up the, um, my brain just went blank. The, um, prenup. I thought she was going to blow a circuit. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was waiting for her. She actually did really good tonight, minus the the car ride back. But I expected her to blow up a little at the family and I felt like she did good. Like so maybe she she knows how to behave around the right people and then when no one is around, she just goes back to how she wants to behave. Right. But she did be she was on her best behavior cuz I was waiting for her to attack his family because she has been saying all types of stuff about his family this whole time and how she didn't like them, how she didn't want them a part of their life. She didn't want them to have any of his money. And then I was like, I was waiting for all of that to come out and look, yeah. she was on her best behavior. And <laughs> probably I was like, her butt. Um, she probably would have got tore up by them. Yeah. By one of them ladies that was there. So. Well, yeah. I feel like his family, they were nice, but I feel like everybody went in, you know, I'll be nice to you until I have a reason to change that. And I feel like both of they both went in that way. And I think it went well for both parties. Both parties kept it classy. Yeah. Unfortunate for us. You know, we wanted to see some drinks drinks flying and food thrown, but we ain't well, getting I'm pretty sure it's yeah. coming. I'm, I'm talking sure. about Jasmine and Gino. Somebody's so. gonna throw something at somebody and we'll be there to see it. Okay, so <laughs> Justin Igor and Nikki had sex. It happened. And she and immediately wanted more. Pissed she, off that he didn't give her more. She said she wanted more, and then she also said that he's selfish in bed, I think is what she said. He, he only worries about himself. And I was like, so you begged him, you begged him, you begged him, and then you got it, and then it's still laying in the bed after you got it. You started complaining about yep. it. But I was like, like, that's crazy. You literally gave him an ultimatum, said you were going to leave if he didn't do it and give it up. He gives it up, and then you're like, yeah, here's some notes on what you could have did better. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that because I was like, you said you wanted it, that was all you needed to make you happy, and then he gives you exactly what you asked for, and then you tell him how it wasn't what you wanted. Yeah, like talk about confusing a person, right? Right. There's so much to this one. And she wants, she wants him to treat her like, like a normal woman. And I get that, but she should have been honest with him from the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Whenever they were together in the beginning, he thought he was with a normal woman. He didn't know that he was with a trans. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you together for two years, and the only reason why he find out about it is because you get in a fight, and then she just blurts it out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I get where he's coming from. I have to be on his side um, on this one because he doesn't look at her as a normal woman. He looks at her as a trans. He still sees a man. And then tonight, she said, the first two years we were together, you gave me all of it, all of it, 
all the time you gave me all of it until you found out. Well, right there, you answered your own damn question yeah. as soon as you said that. Yeah. I feel like he is in a relationship that he's not comfortable with. And it's like, I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like if he's not fully ready to be in this type of relationship, I don't think he should be in it. Because he's no. like, oh, I need more time. I need more time. And and then she went, oh, and yeah, she went and talked to um his friend about, you know, their sex life. And I'm like, so let's talk about, hold on. Let's talk about how Nikki started off really giving too much information where she was just like, hi, oh Nikki, I used to be a prostitute and I slept with people for food and clothing. What's your name? And I was just like, and I was homeless and so much information. One of those topics is too much information for people you're just meeting. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. And then she also told them the full story of how he didn't know that she mm -hmm. was trans for two years. And like, it was a lot of information to drop on people that you just met. Yeah. And then afterwards, she goes and talks to the friend, um, Roxy, and she's like, do men in Moldova um, go down on women? I'm like, what? Are we really doing this right now? Yeah. Like, are we really talking about this right now? Like, y'all don't know each other. You don't even yeah. know her last name. Yeah. This is a lot. And she's like, oh yeah, that's what, and she's like, well, I need him to, you know, do that for me. And again, oh yeah. And then his Justin's friend is like, ask if Nikki had a penis. This was a lot. Like this yeah. episode was a lot. But when you drop that much information on people at once, more questions than answers come yeah. to your head. Yeah. So this is to be expected, right? Yeah. yeah. And start getting more curious. Yeah. That's exactly what Justin, happened. She she gave them too much. And then Justin even said she's not a real woman. He, he did. How do you guys feel about him saying that? Because I know we have we don't always define gender by um the body or the organs of your body. So how do we feel about him saying she's not a real woman? Because I know Nikki is in her in her opinion is a real woman. So like how do we feel about that? I mean, if we're talking about gender, I think she she is female. Right. But does she act like a real woman? Not at all. Really? She, She's embarrassing. She's, uh, she's embarrassing. I mean, she literally, it, the way she's demanding sex and demanding this and begging for sex, she's like a horny teenager, a horny teenage boy that just seen his first Playboy. Like, okay. She, she, her, her level of nagging is just, there's no woman out there that's like that. No so woman. Justin said something like that tonight. He said that she's very, um, I think he used the word um, dominating. Dominate. Yeah. Um, so I feel like in his mind, dominating means she behaves the way a man would behave. He like when it comes to, and I think that is where he's fighting it in yep. his mind because he said that sometimes she acts, you know, not like a woman. That's what right. how Justin feels. And I feel like even though fully in her body in every possible way she's a woman to the visual eye, I think the reminder for Justin is coming from her attitude I and her demeanor and how she, like you said, she acts like a horny teenager when it comes to sex. That's usually a masculine trend. Yeah. You know, not that women can't also, you know, be in the mood and ask, but the way that she stays on him. 
that's normally how a, a younger guy or teenage guy, you know, a younger college age guy would be on his girlfriend all the time. Like, yeah. oh, my God, oh my God. And I feel like that's where he's struggling because it's more so the way she carries herself that bothers yeah. him than anything. Do you get that too? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that she's wanting him to, because she's paid for all of his surgeries. She gives him thousands of dollars every month. I feel like she's wanting to, she's wanting him to bow down to her mm -hmm. and beg her to, to be with him. Um, and I don't see Justin doing that. I mean, we all know he's, he's probably got plenty more women out there because we've said before, there ain't nobody going to have that many surgeries and be with just one person. All right. You don't put that much work and money into you, the way your your appearance and how you look is to be celibate. Yeah. Like, it's a very, very um, what do you call it? Not shallow, but it's that I mean, word. Yeah. It is kind of shallow. I mean, it's shallow, but it's also like, you know, uh, ego thing. Yeah. Like, if you want, you want to look a certain way, it's to be desired right. you know by and it's i feel like to put that much money for a guy to put that much money into the way he looks he's he wants to be desired by women right and i guarantee you he is you know and oh i wanted to ask you this question so his friend roxy said that justin never brings any of his girlfriends or anyone he's dating around the friend group is that normal why is he hiding that because it always it hasn't always been nikki so why is he hiding his relationships from his close friends? Is that normal to do? He probably hasn't had relationships. He probably has flings and one night stands and yeah. nothing of substance. And he has sugar mamas. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. So it's nothing concrete right. where you would be seeing the same. And some of these women might not even live in the same country because we have to remember Nikki is a sugar mama from, from New Jersey. Yeah. So it, it could be that they're not physically there. And like, I think, Cara, you said it before a lot of times they don't expect these people to get on an airplane and come all the way there. Absolutely. They just expect the money to, to be sent. Yep. So yeah. Nick might be the first sugar mama to get on an airplane and literally present herself yeah. to everyone. And that might be why they've never seen anyone. Because, yeah. you know, Justin Jobs a nice BMW. I don't know if that BMW was paid for in full or in part by Nikki. This might be a group effort. You know, we don't know. Cause I, I, I got to rewind for a second before I lose what I'm going to say. So one thing that she said, hold on, I got to look at my notes, how it's written. She said, when she's talking to the friend, she says, I want them to understand why Justin chose me. That's not why he chose you. He chose you because he thought you were this woman of, of this different substance. Then he finds out later, two years later, that you lied to him. And you're not at all the woman he chose. Yeah. So, so you can't say you want them to know why Justin chose you because he didn't choose this you. He yeah. ended up with this you, but he didn't choose this you. Yeah, you're right. And but then he, he said, talking about the sex, he said, when I think about it, I get turned off, essentially. I get cold. So... This is something that he can't just get over or will ever forget, you know? Because he thinks, because he sees her as a man. Yeah. He doesn't see her as a woman. Yes. So he thinks and he feels like he's having sex with a man and not a woman. Yeah. Even though he said that looking at her naked, 
you would never think that she was trans because the doctors did a good job. But just by her telling him that she was a man, he doesn't, he no longer sees her as a normal woman. He sees her as a trans. He sees her as a man. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're with a man, okay, George, if you're with a woman and you guys have a fight and she just randomly tells you, I used to be a man, but this is a joke. This is never going to get out of your head. Or if you're with a man and he says, I used to be a woman, that's never going to get out of your head. But I was kidding. Yeah. Now you're always going to wonder, well, this is something that is truth. So there's no wondering about it. It's something that's going to be in his mind, in his head, in, in the forefront of his brain at all times. Yeah. I don't think it's anything that he can just get over quickly or get over in the long run. No, you're right. It's, I just, that's the one thing about that, this relationship that I want to change. Yeah. The honesty and how you present yourself. Because we've, we've talked about this before how people represent themselves or present themselves in a different way. Like we've watched on this show where, you know, I think it was with George and Anfisa, George presented himself as a rich guy with a whole bunch yeah. of money who could do everything for her. So when Anfisa arrived, he was like, well, I don't actually have the money to buy you purses and give you allowance. And, you know, you misrepresent yourself. Yeah. And there's so many different ways that you can misrepresent yourself. But I feel like this way is even more because you could make more money, you could get a better job. But in this situation, we can't change. And what ha what he found out, that information is never going to change. Yeah, it is what it is, and it, it it's it's not something that you can. Because she's like, he just has to accept it, and I'm like, I don't know if that's something that somebody can accept. You know, I would have to talk to a therapist many many yeah. many times you know, to unpack that. You yeah. know, I don't know if that's just something I could just wake up one day and say. All right, I'm cool with it. You know, I don't know. That would take therapy. You know, you're dealing, this is an emotional, a mental and there's situation. But like, I'm okay with transgender people. That's fine. That's your choice. If I met you as a transgender person and we ended up in a relationship, great. But if you lied to me for two years, two years, if you lied to me about not having any siblings, for two years and then two years later I find out you got five brothers. That's that's a lie and a big lie and I'm not gonna trust you. Yeah. But if you lie something about that big, like I will never, ever, ever trust you. Ever. Yeah, I get it. That is it's just such a betrayal. It is. And it's and it's not because she's trans. It has nothing to do with that. It's um the fact that she would lie about it. Yes and keep it from him. Cause you know, cause clearly she's trans and he's still there. Yep. It's not that she's trans. It's the fact that she felt that she could keep it from him and she didn't yeah. have to tell him until they got mad about something. Like, I think that's where, and like you said, the trust issue, he can't trust her fully because he doesn't know if she's all, ever always telling the full truth. Absolutely. And it's not because a lot of people are like, oh, it's cause she's trans. It's not really because she's trans. It's more so that she represented herself as something else and didn't correct anything yep. until she decided it was time. That's yep. really where it lies. That's the whole yeah. Oh, so I want to talk about um, Clayton and Anna Lee real quick before we end, because she arrived and he picked her up from the airport. He brought her flowers. Everything was great. She actually went to the apartment. She saw it. The apartment was a hot ass mess. But what I want to talk about <laughs> is 
she went to bed and kind of didn't she changed in another room and she went to bed and she didn't even really like want i don't know acknowledge that he was in the bed she's like good night see you tomorrow and rolled over is that interesting or is that like something to talk about because i know traveling a long time you know you're not always in the mood to be doing anything because you feel dirty you feel tired or whatever but it's been a lot of time that passed since they saw each other so is that is that something to worry about? Because we know that her dad doesn't know where she is, who she's with, if she's even in a relationship. And, you know, it, it kind of makes me question her end game a little bit. So how do you guys feel about that situation? Like when she arrived, how she acted, like what did y'all, what vibes did you get? If I came from, from another country with my teddy bear and I'm tired and I've flown a lot, the last thing we're doing is having sex with your mom in your closet. Sorry. I, also, I teddy bear and that's that i, I yeah I, 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 I agree with cara but but if this was a normal relationship like there's no lies once again we have another relationship that is based on lies yep. then yeah i have red flags yep i would i would be okay with it because of the fact they've flown for what almost 30 hours yeah that would not really like raise any red flags but because we already know that this relationship is on is is starting off in a lie just because you don't want to be intimate with them doesn't mean that you can't at least hug i mean y'all ain't seen each other in how many months that's like true. that's very true i mean yeah like no cuddling she literally rolled over and was like sleeping the other way they weren't even close i was like that's weird to me you know i don't know like you don't but have to actually weird do anything to me is that your fiance just flew 30 hours and is in the bathroom changing how exciting what's your first reaction is it to get a flipping rubik's cube out of your nightstand that's no. true this guy is no I mean, whenever they, whenever she got to the airport, I was thinking like they was gonna be excited to see each other. I was like, yeah. oh, this is so boring. Yeah, like, she, no emotion, no nothing. He yeah. stood there and she <laughs> waited till the escalator stopped. Like, I wanted to see a, a slow run embrace. Yep. Um, the hug. They were just like, mm. yeah. Like it was, it was really interesting to me. The whole thing was strange. And I mean, I, I get that your mom in the closet sharing a wall is totally strange. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't even get me wrong. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do anything with my mom in the house with me, honestly, but I was raised in a weird religious cult where you weren't supposed to ever do anything at all. So like, it would be weird for me, but like, I don't know, depending on, you know, how their relationship is. Some people, if there's a will, there's a way. Some people got pregnant in the house with their mom and dad home. You know, if there's a wheel and they want to do it, they're going to make it happen. You know, if, that, if that's where the attraction is, they're going to make it happen. And I just felt like the connection between the two is really off. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not seeing, and she's really educated and smart and pretty good looking. I'm trying to think like, well, what does she want with Clayton? No heart, yeah. no, like no negativity there. But like, he's like this gamer who drives a car that has tape on it. And I'm just like, I'm trying to understand what is so special that she's leaving Green the country. Green, <laughs> Green car. She literally said, mm, yeah, I'll marry you. She said, I have no expectations. 
Then she gets there and she says, it's way smaller than I thought. And then she says, here's a teddy bear. Play with your Rubik's Cube. Good night. But mom, that's the vibes. Mom's that's dead. the vibes I'm getting. You're beautiful. I, I love you. Like, no. mom showed more affection towards her verbally than he did. Yeah, it that's true too. I feel like he is definitely not holding up his end of the bargain. You know, he's definitely not showing a lot of emotion and he's not because he's the guy, he should be initiating yeah. a lot of the stuff. Like, a lot of times women expect the guy to initiate. Yeah. You know, and like he, when she went to go get dressed in the other room, I was like, that's weird. Just get dressed in front of each other. But I mean, I get it. You know, you don't see each other every single day. You might not feel super comfortable or whatever. But that first thing where they couldn't even get dressed in the same room, I was like, they're not as close as they want to believe that they are. Cause yeah. it's like, if you don't feel comfortable even changing clothes, like I've changed, like when I slept over my friend's house, we all changed in the same room. Like, it's not that serious. So I don't know. I felt like that relationship with them there, there's a disconnect and it's like i don't know what her end game is but it seems like she's a here on business yeah. right yeah. like it feels like she's here on business she has an agenda she has something that she's working towards she's like oh yeah it's i don't like this green, apartment green part. right yeah. right she's on business and she's like yeah this apartment is small but it'll do for now you know like for now this is okay that's I'm why she's feel. not complaining because she ain't planning to be yeah. there long yes every right to complain about that apartment okay everything about that apartment it's disgusting there's animals everywhere there's cages there's just shit all over the place and she was just like yeah it's kind of small she's like where i live in peru was bigger and i'm like did anybody notice there's like rubbermaid containers with a blanket and a pillow like a chair i did not notice that yeah you mean people are sitting on rubbermaid containers i'm thinking but, so like, like in the background well, there's Annalie, a blanket with um, pillows Annalie did say that there was no couch to sit on and there was no mm -hmm. table to eat on. Yeah. So you are pro probably right. They're sitting on, but where do you eat? Like, if you don't have a table, you don't have a couch, do you stand up? Like, I was not, then I was kind of genuinely wondering where well, do they well, want the mom probably goes back to the closet and then he probably goes to his room. He goes to his computer desk and that's oh, that. Computer so, desk. Yeah. I can't eat in my bed. Oh, no. I, there's, no, I can't have food in my bed because if I find crumbs or food in my bed, I have to take everything yeah. off, wash everything. And if I catch somebody with food near my bed, it's going to be a bad yeah. day. Like, I can't have food anywhere near where I sleep because I just hate the idea of finding crumbs or something in my food or in my bed. I can't. So when I was thinking that, I was like, so where are they eating? What are they doing? Like, this whole situation, she had every opportunity and reason to complain and she didn't. And I feel like that's because she has an agenda. Yep. Right? She seems very smart. She seems very driven to do what she wants to do. And she, well, yeah, she even said, don't piss me off. I'll eat your guinea pigs. Yeah. Like, she is definitely focused on the goal. Like, if she's a, a Olympic swimmer, all she sees is the finish line, yeah. right? Like, when she arrived, yeah. she saw the finish line. She didn't see Clayton. She didn't see his mom. She didn't see the tape on his car. She didn't see that apartment. She was like, this is where I'll be until my green card comes in the mail. Yeah. Right, like that's how I felt. Well, you know, you realize what she said. This will do for now. Exactly. And I was like, well, what do you mean for now? Because he has the same job. His mom has been there for three years. Nothing in this situation is going to change. Yeah. So it's her situation that she means yeah. is going to change. Because I was like, Clayton's been living this way for three years. And his mom has been living the same in the same closet 
for three years. So nothing over here is going to change. So she's going to change the situation. And then she, she walks into the less than clean kitchen and he says, oh, it used to be a lot dirtier than this. Why would you tell her that? So I picked up a few dishes before you came because it looked like shit in here. No, <laughs> I'd just be like, this is the kitchen. It's weird to me that the house, their apartment is dirty because he lives with his mom. Because when I lived with my mom when I was a teenager and a kid, she cleaned a lot. So like when my mom used to come and visit me when I first got married. The first thing that woman did when she walked through the door is handed me a stack of coupons and went and cleaned my microwave every single time. <laughs> Because she said, and she never said anything to me growing up, but she said, I always left a mess in the microwave and I never cleaned it. So she knows my microwave is dirty. So I, I, since I was 18 years old, I will wipe out my microwave every single time I use it because I know it bothered my mama. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the fact that his mom is there and it's dirty, to, I don't know, it's just weird to me. Because my mom, whenever she visits from out of town, she likes to clean, mop, and I have to kick her out of the kitchen. I'm like, stop cleaning stuff. You're here to visit. Stop cleaning stuff. I could hire somebody to clean if I want somebody to clean. I'll clean it myself. We want to see you. Stop cleaning stuff, yeah. right? Like, don't do that. But his mom is just sitting in the closet letting shit be dirty. It's just weird yeah. to me. It People's is. moms are weird. In my, house, in my house, you're no one's allowed to walk in my house with shoes on. My house oh. literally looks like no one lives in it. That's how clean it is. Yeah. And oh, so that's how it sure. has to be. I don't care. Who comes over? I am very strict when it comes to my house. So and if you dare walk in my house with shoes, you will get your feelings hurt. So it's mahogany Airbnb clean. It is like remember mahogany's fake apartment, the Airbnb. It's mahogany oh, yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wanted people to believe that was her apartment with not one picture on the wall. Yeah. So right. no shoes, huh? I, no I'm not shoes. like I don't make people take their shoes off at my house a lot yeah, of people maybe. they do it anyway though because i have like ceramic tile so they take it off but i don't make them they just do it because they just assume i want them to i don't care the entrance it, to my house is tile also and literally everybody asks do i need to take off my shoes absolutely not yeah yeah it's, it, it doesn't bother me i have like the little robot i think it's because i was raised that way you know what i'm saying when you 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 are not to, um supposed to walk in your house with or anyone's house with shoes on so i have like um whenever we walk in i take my or right before we walk in i take my shoes off and then i have my slippers right there beside the door that i slip on but like oh like if I, someone comes to my house no do not walk yeah. in my house with I have, shoes on i, I have I my slippers I have my slippers out for when, but I just, I like to walk around the house in socks, but I have my slippers at the front door. So anytime I have to go or, and, and, and the back patio too, I have them out there. Whenever I have to go outside, that way I don't have to go outside with like socks on. I'm flip the switch real fast. <laughs> uh -uh. I'm not, I'm not picky. I run like the, the vacuum, the robot vacuum, the robot mop like four times. They're scheduled like four times a day. Yeah. So anytime someone dirties it, it's, it's usually clean before I notice it. So yep. I'm good. So, all right. So that's it for this um, episode. There was a lot to talk about. We, we're still here. It's almost 1130. Um, so tomorrow we're going to be back and we're going to be talking the other way. Tomorrow is also the new episode, episode two of the Family Chantel, the final chapter. Possibly we'll see Scott. I don't know. He said that he should be in the rest of them because we know there will be a fight between Scott and Pedro. And 
we'll be watching that and more of their divorce and more of those proceedings as well. So I'm excited about that. And the other way, because Brandon and Mary are finally getting married, right? I'm pretty sure that's tomorrow, right? Am I right? I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Finally, we can stop watching Kimberly and TJ get married. It's been like five episodes. We can see Brandon and Mary get married and see how that turns out. We can see Sharp, Sarper and Shekinah discuss whether or not she's going to have a baby at 43 for a man that has only been faithful to her for 70 days. We're going to see how that goes, too. So, so we're on episode 117 of that tomorrow, right? <laughs> it's going to be episode 19. 19. I know. Okay, so thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for staying up late with us tonight. Um, make sure you're following my co-host, Car and Didi. They're tagged in this video. Please follow them. They're my dream team. Follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. Thanks for joining us, and make sure you're back here tomorrow night so we can talk about the other way. Thanks, and good night. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.